Hello, I'm Kate Freeman, and this is The Daily Dollop. On this episode of The Daily Dollop, I'm sharing 13 key tips for surviving a COVID-19 lockdown. Here's part two. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. This is The Daily Dollop and my name is Kate. I'm a registered nutritionist from Canberra and the founder of the Healthy Eating Hub and the Healthy Eating Clinic. And fun fact about me is that I'm currently a a small part addicted to just a small, just a smidgy, smidgy addicted to Instagram reels. I know. I just, I haven't really got into them lately and I've, or anything. And I know that they've been happening, but I've sort of been, no, I don't need to do that. And then you might've seen, I, you know, plucked up the courage to do an introductory reel. And I've been experimenting with doing a couple of reels myself and they're going okay, but I am spending a lot of time, particularly before bed, just randomly going through reels most of them dog reels but it's so bad like I'm watching reels so much that this reel song just plays through my head on repeat I don't know I don't know what's happening but that reel why the watermelon song and then the baby do you want to be mine like who squished that together? Like who thought of that? And why do we do that? And then why do we put weird dog reels to that? I don't know. It's super weird. I just, I find myself wondering and pondering all these questions, but I don't, I don't know why. I don't know why it's happening. But anyway, that's real life for me at the moment. And I'm just starting to just pull some bit more balance into it really, um, because there are better things to do than spend my life watching reels. Although, hey, I think if you find them enjoyable, do it, but just be mindful that they aren't taking you away from your family or other things or, you know, just sucking time that should be spent doing other things. But on to the topic of the podcast today, which is more tips on surviving a COVID-19 lockdown. Let's get stuck into it. The tip number four follows on from tip number three, which was create a list of familiar easy meals that you can chuck on rotation. Tip number four is to plan your meals one day at a time. So hear me out on this one. It's highly recommended that you do do a weekly meal plan and that you shop to that. Couple of reasons. One is just generally you spend less, the less often you go to the shops. There's documented research on that. Two, obviously in a lockdown, the less you leave your house, the better and you're doing your part to help stop the spread. So you're not wanting to go to the shops every day. But the idea of planning your meals one day at a time or one day in advance is that you have this broader overarching plan, but then just each night, just spend 10, 15 minutes either jotting on a notepad or in your phone, just be like, okay, what am I going to eat tomorrow? So just plan what breakfast is going to be, plan your morning snack. It should be with food that's already in your home that you've shopped to. Maybe you do need to pop out quickly and get a couple of things, but ideally you just want to think about what it is that you want to eat tomorrow from the food that's already in your home. Maybe if 
tomorrow is busy with meetings, you can do a little bit of prep now to help tomorrow go a little bit smoother. I love the idea of doing something for your future self. So that way your future self will thank you. And it's kind of like, oh, what can I do now that will help future self? I love thinking about future Kate and what she needs and what I can do for her now. So that's something that I've found really, really helpful is when I have just quickly jotted down, I usually do it in a notepad and just stick it on the fridge. Because for me, my day gets so full and busy. I have so many business decisions to make on top of then managing my kids and my family that I actually have a very common problem of I've, I regularly forget to eat. And so if I haven't thought in advance and done a little bit of prep for myself, I will easily skip meals or just grab things that are less than ideal because I'm starving because I've, I've gone hours without eating. And I know you might be thinking, Kate, that's crazy. You're a nutritionist. Yeah, it is. And I love nutrition and I want to look after myself. And so I've started to put some things into my routine that help me do that because I've recognized the fact that I'm, I'm just an all in kind of person. I'm all in to a task. I'm all into my day. And it just means that sometimes basic self-care stuff, I just, I genuinely forget to do it because my brain is just so into the work that I'm doing. And I do love what I'm doing and yeah, I just easily get distracted. So I forget to eat. But that little plan super, super helps me. It then means that if I do have a busy day and I've only got 15 minutes to eat, I'm like, oh man, I'm hungry. I've only got 15 minutes. Oh, but I made myself a big batch of vegetable soup and there's four serves in the fridge. I'll just grab one of those. I've already planned it. Or I might've portioned out my yogurt and muesli for a really quick breakfast, just chuck it into the bowl and go. I've maybe made myself some snacked snacks. I've cut up some apple, right? I've just done little things that have just meant that I can grab food easily throughout the day. The other thing that I like about this is it's just five or six less decisions that I have to make. The decisions are already done for me. It also means that I can be flexible on the broader weekly plan because I don't know about you, but my life never goes to plan ever. So the flexibility of checking in daily and thinking, okay, this was on my broader meal plan. Is that going to work for me tomorrow? Do I need to change it up a bit, etc.? Just really helps me still meet my nutritional needs, but be flexible within that as well. The other thing is that this habit of planning your meals the night before, like just thinking about what you're going to eat tomorrow, really helps when you go back to work and into life and things get busy again. I found that the benefit of lockdown last time was that life really, really slowed down. It felt less busy and full in that we were running out the door constantly. It was stressful in other ways, but it certainly didn't feel busy. And so It was a nice habit to then when life went back to normal that I could keep up and keep keep doing that. So finally, another great reason why this is such a good tip is I actually use this in the mindfulness section of my online program at the Healthy Eating Hub and we teach mindfulness and listening to your body and reestablishing hunger cues and fullness cues. And one of the things that's key with mindfulness is good food awareness. And so what I get my uh, members to do is think about what they're going to eat the next day and write it down on a specially designed journal. And then what they do the next day is as they eat it, they record whether or not their day went to plan or not and why it didn't. 
And then basically this awareness just helps them, one, identify their triggers as to why they might have deviated from the plan. Like did they leave their lunch in the fridge or did their colleague make a comment and then make them feel embarrassed about what they were eating so they changed tack or did they feel pressure to eat, um, you know, at a social event or, yeah, do they feel stressed and then want to go and buy something extra to eat or instead of what they had planned to eat, different things like that. And then once they understand their triggers, they can start to strategically and specifically address those barriers and challenges to their healthy eating. And this is what I'm most passionate about is rather than just like saying to a client, you just need to try harder and be more motivated, is I want you to have full understanding, one of the nutrition principles, but two, I want you to have full understanding of yourself so that then you can, with that understanding, make the appropriate changes that are actually going to get you to where you want to go. So this tip, right, is... mm, This has got so much gold nuggets inside it. But let's move on. Tip number five is make sure you make the most of using leftovers and bulk meals. So this will reduce the number of cooking sessions that you'll have to do through the week, which will reduce your risk of burning out in the kitchen. Kitchen burnout during lockdown and isolation is a real thing because, I don't know, this says something about then because we were all home for lunch, my husband, and he, not in a mean way, but he was just like, so what's for lunch? Because I'm around. So he just automatically assumed that I was prepping it for all of them. And I'd find myself, you know, everyone sorts their own breakfast out, but then I'm cooking everyone lunch and I'm cooking everyone dinner and I'm doing that every day. And I love cooking. Like I genuinely enjoy being in the kitchen and cooking, but oh, even I get over it. And I'm like, geez, Do I have to feed you people again? I don't want to. (laughs) So having leftovers or specifically going out of my way to cook a bulk meal so that I then have leftovers just means that I'm not having to cook every single meal that we're home for, like lunches and dinners. It just reduces the burden. You know, if you have a partner who also likes cooking, share the load. I know a bunch of couples have some really cool just – things that they've negotiated between themselves that help meal prep. So I know a couple who go on a roster, a weekly roster. So one week, one of them's in charge of shopping and cooking and the other week, the other is in charge of shopping and cooking. So they each have a week off every second week. So I was like, that's genius. And then, yeah, so that's a really nice thing that they do. You know, other families, which is actually like our family, whoever cooks doesn't clean. So I never have to do the dishes, which is super nice because I'm always cooking. But I think definitely doing things that remove the burden of cooking and can reduce burnout is a really, really good thing. Tip number six is schedule in some outside time. So whether you go and sit out in the sun or you go for a walk or you eat your meals outside or you play with a dog, you will feel better for getting out in the fresh air, moving your body It'll help boost your vitamin D production and even if it's just 15 minutes. But it is hard when you are in your house and you can't really leave it except for essential reasons and cabin fever is a real thing that I think can happen, particularly if there is lots of you and you're not used to being together all the time. So just getting out of the house, even if it's just for a short amount of time, just to give yourself the break from those four walls, I think will be really, really key. We do know that nature and fresh air and going for a walk are all really good things that can help our mental health and just 
help us relax and chill out. So make sure you schedule that into your life if you are in lockdown mode. Next tip and the final tip for this episode is number seven, which is clean as you go. I'd like to attribute this tip to my beautiful mother, Jill. Hey, Jill, if you're listening, I love you for this tip. Actually, not just for this tip. I love you for so many things. But she is a clean-as-you-go lady, which basically means that as she's cooking, she's, you know, rinsing out dishes or chucking them straight into the dishwasher or she's wiping down benches, things like that. She's just always done that ever since I've known her and she's always encouraged myself and my siblings to do it as well. Now, I rebelled against it for many, many years. But one of the things that I found when I left home and got married and, you know, was living with Brad is that we quickly realised that if we let the dishes build up and we didn't wash them, that then we'd have to wake up to dirty dishes the next day, which we hated. And so both of us just learnt to clean up after ourselves and clean as we go. Now we're working very hard to get our children to do that. Not the dog though. I feel like I pick up after the dog heaps at the moment. He leaves his toys everywhere. And if he happens to kill a toy, I'm picking up fluff everywhere. He's destroying his wooden kennel. I just picked after him a whole bag of wood splinters. He's like ripped out a whole wall. Oh, golly. Hopefully that stops. He's becoming an adolescent. But the whole clean as you go habit I is something that I'm so grateful for developing. I am not naturally a clean and ordered person. In fact, I, I loathe and hate cleaning, but I actually have a cleaning roster for my house that's just in my phone that I um, endeavor to follow. No, I don't follow it perfectly, but I follow it enough that my house has a, a level of cleanliness that means that people can come over and I don't freak out. And that's genuinely honest. Our house is pretty much always in a state where people can visit. It might need a quick wipe down or vacuum, but I like that because I find that if I let it build up and get too bad, the more and more I procrastinate for cleaning it because the job feels way too big. And the thing is, particularly with kitchens, is if you're in lockdown and you're cooking and doing lots of meal prep, like you're eating at home, you're going to have twice as many dishes because now you have lunch dishes as well as dinner dishes and breakfast dishes. So food prep at home means lots of dishes and dirty kitchens and dirty kitchens are not motivating <laughs> for cooking the, the family a healthy meal. Um, so certainly if you can get into the habit of cleaning as you go so that that way you've got a nice clean kitchen to go into with each new food prep session, <sighs> just make life so much easier for yourself. Well, that's it for today's episode. Join me for the final episode tomorrow for some more tips in surviving COVID lockdown. Stay safe team and we'll chat to you soon. After years of being bombarded with diet culture, I so understand that the world of healthy eating is super, super hard. My healthy eating program helps people who are struggling with their eating habits to lose weight, feel good about themselves and eat well for the rest of their life. I do this by teaching one nutrition principle at a time and showing you how to establish this knowledge as a habit in your everyday life. This is unlike any other program on the market today that simply gives you a meal plan, a list of good and bad foods, or expects you to change everything all at once. Life's too short to live with food stress. To become a habit builder and not a crash dieter, join my program today at 
healthyeatinghub.com.au. Thank you so much for checking out The Daily Dollop. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so that we can spread the podcast far and wide and so you don't miss an episode. <laughs>